Hello F1 fans and welcome to F1 on and off the track with Kim Illman. You can see his photos at ProStarPicks.com, subscribe to his YouTube channel or follow him on Instagram at Kim Illman. My name is Adrian and in this episode we're talking about the last race that's happening this year. How are you going Kim? Hola, hola from uh, Brazil still. Still in Brazil, you're taking a short break in Rio was it? Uh, I went to Rio for a few days and thoroughly enjoyed the Copacabana, Ipanema, went up to see Christ the Redeemer. What else did we do? Um, just in, enjoyed the beautiful weather. And then I uh, decided I'd go and have a look at the, how do I pronounce it, Iguazu or Iguazu Falls, which is something spectacular. And uh, if you're a waterfall fan, you'd know that this is one of the top five waterfalls in the world. And the access you get is quite astounding. In fact, I... I end up going on one of these little boat trips and these rubber boats when, uh, and they put you right underneath the fall. So it just rains down on your head and it's uh, quite the most remarkable experience. So I'm not complaining. Uh, I thought it was one of the greatest things I've done. Uh, we, we took a 10-minute helicopter ride as well, which was fantastic. And then today we went to Argentina, which is just a short jaunt over the, uh, the bridge. And we walked out from the Argentina side out onto the top of the falls and it's like nothing I've ever experienced uh, and I thoroughly recommend it to anybody who is in this neck of the woods do it. So you'll surely be making your way to Abu Dhabi and what's that trip like? Uh, you were just sitting in a plane for 15 hours and bang you're there. Oh actually I go to Dubai and then I uh, drive to Abu Dhabi where I think the weather's going to be 30 degrees every day um, yeah, it's, it's normally pretty reliable, I think. Actually, somebody told me that they had a, a day of rain the other day, and that, that causes all sorts of dramas because <laughs> uh, they get flash floods. But, no, we're all fine at the moment and um, heading for Abu Dhabi in about four hours' time via Dubai. What are the accommodation options like around Abu Dhabi and, and the, the racetrack? Yeah, look, the track's probably about half an hour, a little bit more than half an hour from the centre of the city, but I think most people stay... Um, between the city and the track, unless you've got a huge budget, in which case you can stay out at the track. There are three hotels probably um, 500 metres from the gate, but my gosh, they're normally about 200 Aussie a night. Come Grand Prix time, you can pay 1,200 to 1,500 a night, so wow. they don't miss you. Yeah, uh, but if, if you're looking for sensational position, well, you won't get any better, and a lot of the drivers stay out there too, and the team personnel, because it is that close to the track, you can walk over. Given it's the last race of the year, is there a huge turnout of fans? Yeah, it's and because it's a dead rubber, essentially, it doesn't matter who wins. I, I think you get a, a really good quality of racing, um, and certainly the crowd is quite magnificent, especially at the... Um, the Yas Viceroy, well, it's actually not the Viceroy anymore, it's the W Hotel. Now, I've never seen a more moneyed crowd than I see at that place because we get to photograph from the top level uh, uh, of the, um, of the uh, hotel and also on the other side of the track. Uh, there's another spot for us to um, shoot from, but I, I've never seen such well-dressed women, such glamour, such crazy money when you look at the, the cars that are, are rolled up outside of the hotel. And I hear stories of Saudi, uh, wealthy Saudi guys getting their cars freighted over and then they just park them outside the W Hotel for show and then they get them trucked back. So, yeah, look, it's, it's all on offer here. It's uh, quite overt. It's very glitzy. Of course, it's a, a dusk race, so 
you get that added glamour, I guess, of uh, people dressing up for a nighttime show. And I, I really love it. You look, it's probably a little bit fake and everything. Uh, and it's certainly not one of your classic European races. But in terms of um, crowd, people, atmosphere, it's just glorious. Are there any challenges of shooting at night in Abu Dhabi? Oh, yes, obviously, you, you need a, for those photography people, um, they'll know what a higher ISO is. You need to shoot at a higher ISO, which means your, your photos can be a little more grainy. Uh, but what I do love is in the paddock, and, and uh, this is typically after the race. I looked at all my photos from the last two years, and you get this beautiful blue hue in the sky, and it's not because the sun is setting, because it's well and truly set, but you get this lovely uh, hue in the sky that you shoot against. Uh, there's enough lighting in the paddock that it's, uh, it allows you to shoot without flash, because I really don't like shooting with flash. And I really took uh, this quite, probably one of my best ever photos last year of Charles Leclerc coming back from the media interviews after the race, and he was taking off his race suit and I put it up earlier this week on Instagram, and it really went well. Lovely photo, lovely light, and I expect the same sort of light again. And obviously, I'm shooting with something like an 85mm at f1.4, or perhaps um, even a 35mm at f1.4. So you, photography people will know that when you shoot with those sort of lenses, you get some lovely soft uh, backgrounds and foregrounds as well. So, yeah, it, it offers up some challenges, but also some marvellous opportunities that we don't get at too many other races. So what's the track itself like? Colourful. It's got lovely big runoff areas with lots of colour. It's got some palm trees that we can shoot against. The main straight's got two beautiful stands either side of the, uh, the track, and then you've got that beautiful hotel that's around behind, uh, I think it's about the third last corner, fourth last corner, and... Uh, yeah, it, it's really beautiful to shoot against. So it, it gives you some great opportunities that we don't get uh, at other places uh, in the calendar. And because it's the last race, it's it's all quite exciting. And you know that on the Sunday night, there's going to be some parties to go to. And hopefully I'll score an invite to a, a couple of the more popular shows. And once I've done all my editing, oh, probably 11, 12 o'clock on Sunday, head out for a big night out. What's the traffic like getting to the circuit then? Well, if you're staying out of those hotels at the track, it's not too bad. I think more so getting out of the place, if you're leaving straight after the race, it's a bit of a challenge. They have buses, but I've seen huge queues. Uh, but look, the fact that we normally are there two and three hours after the last event on track means that we don't have too many problems with the the traffic. And also there's concerts afterwards as well. So that tends to keep a certain number of people back and they don't all flood out at the same time after the race. Do you have any trouble getting around the track? Uh, no, there's buses inside and out. I think, I, yeah, there's, there's definitely buses and I, I tend to stay around the paddock because uh, turns one, two and three are quite lovely. And there's a shot uh, turn three or four where uh, we, can, we can shoot at dusk and that's mainly in the race and a bit of quali where you get the sun setting in the background. There's also another shot on another section of the track, but that's a lot harder for me to get to. So I tend to, well, I take the easy option because I like to shoot the paddock straight after the, um, the sessions. So I don't want to be too far away from uh, that particular area of the track. Well, speaking of the paddock, how is it at this track and what's the pit area and media centre like? 
media centre is quite glamorous. It's like a huge big ballroom. It's upstairs and not too far away from the actual paddock buildings. They're all permanent buildings, not like the European races where we have uh, motorhomes. So these are quite lavish three-storey affairs. And there are often um, functions where media get invited to. So we'll you know, be invited to the, the Williams function or the Mercedes function. And because they're end of year, they often uh, thank the media, uh, of which I'm a part of, for their efforts over the year. Um, in terms of the, the pit lane, it's generous. And there's a beautiful shot to be had as the cars head down. Uh, they, they go to the end of pit lane, they head down, and then they turn underneath, turn left underneath the track. And there's a shot there that can be had at dusk where you get this lovely, hopefully, lovely orange sky in the background. However, a couple of years ago, they decided to put that big camera that runs down the length of the pit lane, the pit straight, and there's wires in the shot above. However... Because I'm staying for testing on the Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, those wires have been pulled down. So that gives us an opportunity for the last, say, half an hour of the session on the Tuesday and Wednesday to go down to that particular spot and shoot up and have a very clean shot of the car in the foreground, nicely lit, orange sky in the background, and no, no crap to ruin the shot. Talking about the invites to the parties, when do you get multiple of these? How do these invites happen? Uh, I got an invite last year to a show, which was nice. And look, I, I, I know a few more people this year, so maybe I'll score an invite this year. Look, I, I went to the Mercedes party last year and it was a hell of a fair. It was fantastic. So um, we'll see what happens. But, uh, it's always nice to get invited to places and get to mix with the people that you've been shooting all year. And uh, people have been kind to me over the year in terms of helping me out and giving me advice and um, pointing me in the right direction and, and facilitating the shots that I need. So I'll look forward to Sunday night because it is a great way to wind down the season. And because testing doesn't start until Tuesday, Monday's a dead day. So you can sleep in until 4pm if you want. F1 On and Off the Track is presented by ProStarPicks.com. Stunning F1 photos live from the track, searchable and downloadable for personal or editorial use. Head to ProStarPicks.com at the end of this podcast. Does this final race have any extra moments or celebrations that other races don't have? Well, it might have had it have been close in the World Championship, but it hasn't been that way since 2016. So, uh, no, it'll just be everybody uh, quite relaxed, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they all want to win, and I, I think... Um, the real story perhaps will be Nico Hulkenberg leaving F1 for this year and he may not get another drive ever again. Hopefully he does, but um, it's all up in the air and, and until um, something's announced at this stage, he hasn't got a drive for next year and looks unlikely unless one of the drivers happens to uh, let the team down badly and they go searching for a replacement that he will get a, a drive. But I, I think that will be the story on Sunday night, him coming out of the FIA garage, unless he makes the podium, which would be an even bigger story, more likely he'll come out of the FIA garage. He'll be met by his trainer, um, probably his press officer, maybe his family. I would imagine some or all of his family will be there for his final round of this year and perhaps his career. Um, so I, I'll be torn as to whether or not I go out to Park Ferme and get the shot. I, look, I think if Lewis wins, I probably won't go out to Park Fermi because I've got so many shots of Lewis winning uh, that I would sacrifice that shot for um, the story of, of Nico finishing up his 
last race this year and perhaps his career. You mentioned testing earlier, and that comes around after this race. How does that differ when photographing a race versus testing? Well, the, the real advantage for us is that, or A, there are a lot fewer photographers. There might be 100 at the race and probably 12, 10 or 12 uh, for testing. It means that the drivers are far more relaxed. They're far more visible. They'll wander around the paddock. Um, you can you can you got all day to shoot, and that's quite lovely. So if, if there's ever a shot that I wanted to do and I haven't had time to do it, I do have time during testing. But last year I was in the paddock, and it's a very quiet paddock. In fact, there's a lot of packing up and mucking around going on. And Nico and Martin came out of the garage after he'd done some testing, and they played up to my camera, and, and something that they wouldn't normally do, I would think, uh, during a normal race, but because it was a relaxed atmosphere, uh, I got this beautiful shot, which I ended up getting Nico to sign early in uh, earlier this year anyway. So I, I think it's a really good opportunity to cement some good relations with drivers. Uh, I think we're probably going to have uh, Nicholas Latifi coming in for the Williams team, and certainly Esteban Ocon will be back, and that's great because uh, I like Esteban. He's a nice fella, and... He'll be dressed up in a Renault suit for the first time. And I think those pictures are always eagerly awaited. And I do uh, remind those people who've had a look at my Instagram account this week that that photo of Charles Leclerc, actually, no, I didn't run it. Um, it's a pic of Charles sitting on the fence last year at testing. And it was the first time I'd photographed him in a Ferrari shirt. He was relaxed. He looked at me. Uh, I had a soft lens, uh, F uh, shooting about f1.2 f i think 1.4 using a 135 mil lens and it's just a cracker of a photo and those sort of photos you would rarely get during a normal race weekend because he's unlikely to be sitting out at turn one when the cars are on track so yeah i'm looking forward to some great shots and an opportunity to catch up with these guys in a perhaps more relaxed atmosphere what was it like being around daniel for his last race with red bull last year Oh, it was great. And I remember vividly in the garage, they'd all gathered for, uh, what was it, a group shot with uh, all the team principals and all the team, thanking Daniel for his um, service at Red Bull. And it was a real buzz. And I was standing quite close shooting. I thought, bugger, I'll, I'll get a selfie. Now, I've only ever had, I think, one selfie, and that was it. So uh, it, it spurred me on to you know, pose for a pic with Daniel in his last day as a Red Bull racer. So, uh, yeah, he's got another year at Renault, and then we'll see what happens next year. Uh, gee, I'd like to see him in a car that he could actually get towards the front of the pack. You know, he did pretty well last race. What did he finish, sixth or seventh? But, um, yeah, I'd like to see him on the podium again. I've missed it. There seems to be a lot of celebrities at the Abu Dhabi race. Like last year, we had Will Smith. How tough was it to photograph him? A bit of a battle, uh, but... He was actually on the track for the grid on the race day, and that was probably easier than shooting him in the pit lane earlier in the day because he was doing some stuff with Lewis Hamilton, and there was a, a huge throng of photographers hanging around there. It was a lot of pushing and shoving. But, I, look, I got some reasonable shots. I think from memory I actually held the camera over my head and used, used live view to take some shots because I, I wasn't in the first two or three rows of photographers in front of the garage so you tend to do what you have to do and sometimes i've actually had to bend down and poke cameras between photographers legs in front of me to get shots as well 
But uh, yeah, hopefully we well, we had Will Smith last year. We had uh, Robin Smith, who's uh, a singer. I must admit, I only knew one of his tracks. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see who turns up this race. What YouTube content can we expect in the coming week on your channel? I put up today uh, an interesting one of a video about Angela Cullen, who's Lewis's physiotherapist. But then again, she's a lot more than just his physiotherapist. And I thought that might do okay, but it's gone really well. Certainly not up to um, viewer numbers of, say, a driver profile. But yeah, I think people are, are very, well, in fact, from the feedback on that video, I know that people are very interested to hear about the, the people in F1 that they see on television. And they have given me a whole host of information about Angela that I didn't know. And I'm thinking, I've got a, a video coming up probably on Sergio Perez, I'll record this week at some point. And I've got some beautiful photos of Sergio uh, when he was young, racing in carts. Uh, I had a chat with uh, one of his um, management people and they were very happy to provide me with these images. But I'm thinking, uh, I get a lot more information out of just the general public who know the ins and outs of these guys' careers. So if you, the listener, has anything interesting that you'd like to pass on to me about uh, Sergio for this driver profile video, and you can certainly direct message me uh, via Instagram, and I'll um, gladly take that information. And if it's any good, I'll certainly work it into that video. Then I've got some other things. I've got one to uh, celebrate the end of Nico's career He's 10 years in F1. It's first time in 10 years that he won't be in the paddock next year. And I've probably got some other things up my sleeve, perhaps top 10 funny photos of this year and a few other things that uh, I've got on my plate. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Kim. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Adrian, and the several thousand that listen to the podcast. To see any of the photos we've talked about today, head over to ProStarPics.com. You can also stay updated by following Kim on Instagram at Kim Illman or seeing his latest videos by subscribing on YouTube. If you like what you heard today, please give us a review and remember to hit subscribe to stay posted for our next episode, the final one of the year. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on and off the track. F1 on and off the track was presented by ProStarPix.com. Stunning F1 photos live from the track, searchable and downloadable for personal or editorial use. ProStarPix.com. Head there now.